0: What is up, everyone? This is Sarah G. It is Gen Z Gab. Let's get into it. So, this is episode three, season three. We are back again every Monday. And I know I say that every week, but I just have to keep saying that because I also know that it holds me accountable with my ADHD. That's something that gets tiptoed around. And in the holidays, tiptoed around conversations happen all the time within family. And I'm not going to say much more than that. But as you all know, I hope you had a wonderful whatever you celebrate because that's I know the Thanksgiving may or may not be good to some people. So, yeah, that's that's where we are. I am going to say Monday Mood Quick is Katie Boyle comic. Everyone knows. Everyone gets her from Ireland. She's very relatable. I'm Irish American third gen. I've talked about her a few times, but her special is now on YouTube, and it's called I'll Do It Myself. If you, you know, want to laugh, if you want to feel heard, if you want to have your childhood trauma acknowledged, Knowledge, that is the one for you. I know that there's a lot of issues going on and controversy with certain comedians right now. I do not like to talk too much about that. I will say that a lot of the jokes on a specific person's Netflix special was tasteless, was very much not okay and that I truly do think we need to hold people accountable, but I don't think that we should be so quick with the knives and the pitchforks. And I know that that might even get me canceled, but hello, I only have less than 500 followers on both my accounts. If you combine my accounts on Gen Z Gap and on my personal page, It's around 700-ish, so yeah, go and know this, but most people don't know who I am. Most people know that I don't stand, even if they listen to this, so again, I just want to say, like, let's start using more critical thinking, and this is not about critical thinking. Again, those jokes were out of pocket. They were disturbing and disgusting and not at all funny, so I will acknowledge that. I don't think people were being too sensitive like some other people like to say, but I do want to specify again that we are so quick with knives and pitchforks for a lot of things, and a lot of the times it makes sense, but other times I do kind of think we need to use a little more nuance, critical thinking, and understanding. I also want to take a little time today to talk about parasocial relationships, and I know that I probably sound like I do a lot, and the problem is, like, I've realized when people slip into my DMs, usually they're trying to sell me something or whatever, so usually I try to kind of, like, follow along and obviously like this is also with my ADHD like where I actually weirdly do have a story that relates to this so then I try to like you know have an easygoing conversation. I know that that's cool but I also want people to realize like there's a difference between that and parasocial but we also don't need to get into the lives of and if I ever sent something that seemed a little cringy, I am sorry. I just, um, you know, don't always know if I'm being annoying or not. And I have this problem that I'm working on myself because people say to me, oh my god, you're so hard on yourself, all this kind of stuff. And I think that that's A, true, but be very telling also of what's going on in our world of also, though, the amount of people, like I said, that I keep talking about, the stuff with like, um, you know, media media influencer kids kid influencers, all that I think it's weird how much we know like a lot of kids are like we've been following them since the beginning blah 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 that's a little weird okay like the fact that you think you have like this much understanding like even I constantly check myself and I think I keep talking about this because it's something that constantly comes up and I think that no matter how much you try to run away from it and the fact that matters is that like calling Bollinger resurfaced lately and that just kind of added more to me like wanting to talk about this because I think it's just very telling uh again like I think about even like you know the actors I've sort of messaged during this who knows if I'm gonna wind up on set someday with them because that's kind of another thing I'm, again yes it's the ADHD anxiety kind of circle merry-go-round it goes from this to this to this but it does make a thing because it's like oh, I'm trying to just, like, whatever, but it also, that's what made me, like, nervous about when I was messaging people for manager, actor, agent stuff, like, again, I signed with someone recently, so I was super excited about that, but just, like, it's, like, they want a little bit of your personality, but you're always a little nervous, like, this will make me this or that, and I had a Long conversation again with my um coach, who's also kind of like a mentor and a friend, you know. And just listening to the takeaway was very good because it's like a lot of us feel this way just as people are <laughs> here. I've also started kind of some of the voice over stuff, and you know, I got to meet Eliza Jane Snyder, who I signed up for her class of dialects and stuff. Working on that, if by chance you're listening to this, I did get a thank you, and I will probably message your company or assistant about that soon just wanted to get that in quick because we're gonna switch gears again because that's what we do here (laughs) but yeah there's just so much stuff going on that makes me kind of go okay am I doing this right you know like where it just becomes never ending and your brain just kind of shuts off and or are we really connected you know like are we really connected as human beings because social media is a powerful tool But are we or aren't we? And I think just the amount of things that keep showing up make me kind of like, "Mm, did I because of so much stuff that's become controversy this week that we are so quick with knives and pitchforks for a lot of things. And a lot of the times it makes sense. But other times I do kind of think we need to use a little more nuance, critical thinking and understanding, especially because lately I've been on Reddit and I know people are going to say this girl is all about Reddit on Reddit again, blah, blah, Here's my problem with Reddit. I have a dyslexia. I have ADHD. I do know how to use certain per- punctuation, but I also get character, um, warnings. And the thing is that Reddit is, like, the disgusting thing about life, really. And I know I should stay off of it, but it's so addicting. But Reddit, that comes, like, with the most internet trolls, and, you know, I just don't respond to them, but it really does seem like, what are you trying to win here? I know a lot of you are just some 12-year-old who doesn't know what they're saying half the time. So, yeah, there's that. Uh, I think that, You know, also watching certain shows and seeing again how they hold up. I'm going to talk a lot about that again as well. But very quickly, I am going to have a strike captain for anyone who followed my other kind of little mini podcast, Sarah G Strikes. I'm going to have one of the strike captains from SAG come on and we're going to talk about the the new contract that has been going around on this journey and, you know, WGA learning more. About things, as well as just talking about what a jobber versus a famous person is. But I do want to specify that, you know, anyone that's voting no, that's fine, that's your prerogative, but it's also really annoying to think about how much misinformation for a time that we are in is going around and how people um are re-editing things to you know not fully understand so I'm just saying I've read the contract I've watched a lot of things I am non-union so again I don't have a lot of say in this but I want to bring someone on who really knows what they're talking about because I see even people who have no idea what they're talking about and yes that actually is a thing the Kitty Boyle the comic goes into how Americans are so quickly to start fighting about things they do not know. And that's another reason why I'm not talking about, again, hot topics as much as like the Palestine Israel conference. Like, I know people are going to say it's not that deep, but the problem is that with us as Americans, and a lot of the times we are so quickly to go and choose a side. This is not about choosing sides, kind of where I'm going back with some of the Netflix things and certain, you know, comedians. I don't disagree that certain Comedians should be full-blown canceled. I just think, again, we do not use enough nuance in the world that we live in. And I think that everything is so black and white in a lot of ways. And yes, I know I'm saying that ironically as an ADHD person but I think that that actually should speak on a different level of where my brain goes also in a thousand different directions so yeah there's that and I am so grateful to have this platform this podcast because it's taught me to be a little more concise about things and learning where you know how to do my research and the hyper fixation happens etc you name it I do want to specify again that um Um, You know, nobody's perfect. We all say things. I know even in my own way, I probably have offended even my own family multiple times. And the thing is that everyone's willing to call out everyone except for the one that leads to the most trauma. And you know what? I have had been dealing with A week of a lot of things that have been making me nervous like of the people that I walk on eggshells with you name it and you know I try to say things and try to keep it light the more that you learn over holidays about you and your family structure the more you realize how fucked up everyone is and you know when you hear one person gossip about another family you just kind of like walk away, and no time for that. It makes me actually look at the person that's doing that in a different light. There is also the difference between venting and saying something now. The Kardashians need to learn that, although they don't, and whatever, and I don't really follow them anymore, but I just recently saw the clip where, you know, Kim is going on and on about how you need to have your mama's back. All these really scary tactics of narcissism that have been used even against me. Like, people always are so quick to, and yes, male are way more likely to, but be the use of the emotional abuse that goes on. On between mothers, grandmothers, and granddaughters, daughters, you know, nieces, it is so transparent in the Kardashians, it's so there, and so scary to watch, and you know, see the way even People are all so quick to kind of go and judge North and I don't know what to say because I'm trying not to really say too much about a child. I've said some things about their names in the past. I understand and I am sorry, but my thing is just the way that you're treating your child like a business accessory more than, you know, just your child. The way that you talk to her and the way that, like, you know, a lot of the things she says is scary. And I've seen psychologists debunk it, too. Like, a lot of the things that Kim says to North is actually really terrifying. Like, things that also have been kind of said to me. And that, you know, we are so normalized with with n- letting narcissists, like, rule everything. And, you know, again, the tricky histrionic and you know, borderline as well that like go along with it, the tricky good mom look, the tricky good family look, it's perce- the perception that we have, and it's a lot of white collar society, but it's just that I'm watching this, and you know, where she's like, have your mama back, no, I told you that, and then she's like, well, you didn't tell me not to say anything, I don't say anything when you tell me not, to. but like that stuff gets a little troubling, also, it's very troubling that she She's, like, saying, like, when I talk about Aunt Kenny, when we're talking about Auntie Kendall... And talking about shit, like I expect you not to repeat it, and like like this whole thing. And now I'm seeing where again, none of them are perfect. I don't really like any of them, but maybe like Court has a point. Maybe Scott, well Scott's had a point, but Scott's also very gross. In the last series, had a lot, you know, exposed whatever. Where that's a different time, but they're not wrong. Even Rob isn't wrong. Like you know, those three that just sometimes get shit on, like they're right though. And the thing is like, you know, even I've noticed that the other younger girls have been wanting to appear less on screen. That's very telling. So, it's just like a whole thing where you like look at family dynamics and you know, you're like told as the child to protect the adult's feelings. That's not your job. People have come around to try to be better about that, you know, for certain people, but I don't think that that's doing much. I think that, you know, my hope is because people think these generations are soft. No. Why do you think so many people have autoimmune when they're trying to teach themselves from all the issues that their family caused, the intergenerational trauma, the fact that we don't talk about things that are uncomfortable, you name it. There's so many things going around where like you have to heal your body your inner self because once you learn about that the fight or flight thing go out I gain so much cortisol etc around this time which I know a lot of people do too but no matter how hard you're working or eating or whatever it doesn't come down to that because if you're not sleeping well if you're not taking care of yourself and sticking with the boundaries even if family doesn't you're, you're not gonna do well. And it's funny because like I'm so late to recording this podcast again the night before because of this thing like I slept from like 12 30 to 10 this morning and I needed it I needed it because I was I was making myself exhausted over all these different scenarios that were gonna happen and I know I shouldn't be that tightly wound but it's also in my DNA if you look at different things if you break it down and then when you look at your family that you're visiting and then you see that and you see that and then it's like don't start talking about this you should do better you don't need to talk about this don't create problems again I'm not gonna but it's also like another thing it's like seriously the kid has to protect the kid has to protect this person's feelings great That is not the kid's job. I understand people are trying to make it easier, but that's not the kid's job. And I wanna say that especially that, again, Dr. Judas Joseph does a great job discussing this stuff. Um, The Balkan Trauma Therapist, if you wanna go and follow them on Instagram, there's so many more, but those two accounts have really helped me this week in trying to ground myself. And again, it's just one thing after another, and we know people are trying, But it's always like, where is the kids, like, where is the understanding for the kids who are trying, who get yelled at and all this stuff? Where are the kids for when they get accidentally say something wrong, they get, you know, yelled at and for creating more drama? Even though it's the adult that is creating the biggest trauma, the adult that's creating the ulcer and acid reflex inside of the kid and just the perfectionism, especially in females. We've got to really work on that because it's just never ending. And I know that that is our society you know, exposing things, but that's just how I felt like, especially this past week. And, you know, I think going into my 26th year, 27th year, depending on how people describe it, like you just, um, you finished your first year by, you know, turning one. So in a way, I might have been just turning 26, but maybe I am going in my 27th year. I really don't know how, you know, these years really work, but it works out. I had an amazing massage though for my birthday. That's what I really needed. I know people act, you know, (laughs) things, gifts, whatever. No, I think self-care moments are the best, especially with the point in life. But I do think that, like, families thinking, like, buying you gifts and buying your love like i'm not saying everybody does this but i think this is very true like in you but sometimes you put boundaries even over gifts and that's frustrating too because it's like I guess on the one hand this person is trying but on the other hand you're also trying really hard to stick to your guns remain firm one thing that made me happy this week was i saw some of my favorite people I uh, i don't want to get into it i don't want to say too much more but yeah i did see some of my favorite people i got to see my grandpa who lives very far away and i'm blessed he's doing really well i loved um you know having a conversation with him and having kind of this where people found out where I was in Maine, and, you know, he said to me on my birthday, I knew you could take care of yourself. Doesn't mean that it's not, um, still terrifying, but I knew, and that's, yeah, whereas other people talk about how horrifying and terrifying it could be. He at least goes like, you're, I know you're a tough cookie, and that is, you know, a lot coming from him and his generation as well, although his mom was a tough cookie as well, so if somebody wonders where part of the thing I get it from, again, I'm not saying that's That's all where I get it from because, again, there's a lot of things. I mean, Ancestry.com knows, like, you know, your distant relatives, too. It's so interesting all that stuff, but that's a different But, yeah, I'm so, you know, fortunate to be able to talk about things that make me happy. I know sometimes I dwell more, and I try to be a positive person, but, again, toxic positivity, man, gets to be But I think as we're entering even Christmas time, it goes in that high, low speed. Now it's getting really cold again. I did figure out what was wrong with my room and it being chilly if anybody cares not that they will uh we have snow but it's not that much snow but it just makes me still want to what are my goals for my 26th year uh making more you know, chances of myself, you know, making myself do better, feel better, all that, as well as maybe moving out. I like to move out. I know that COVID really put a strain on a lot of things. But just talking to my relatives, like my cousins, who were kind of like my siblings growing up and finding out that we're all not in that different of a position. Again, that's very therapeutic. It's very healing, which I know people are going to laugh at for saying, but it is. And it's also really nice to see, yeah, we all realize who's kind of crazy and who's not and you know what it's okay and people go that gives you ideas for shows or whatever and yeah but I just thought I'd come on here to talk a little bit about the things that I've noticed over the years for me and others and I just think that it's very um interesting as the holiday season comes up because some people say oh you know mental health skyrockets during the new year and Mac, but then some people say no it's lower with the cheer and, you know, the Christmas trees, but some people have allergies to, like, the evergreens. I'm pretty sure my dad does, actually, and I had to take a Claritin, and I might be realizing that, too, but again, it's always, like, what is not wrong with me, and, you know... I don't know, and it's probably better if we try to stop being perfect and show, you know, all this stuff, because again, I hardly edit this podcast. I only say that because I want people to understand that I try hard not to be, well, I shouldn't say try hard not to be perfect, but I try to show the, like, even the little, um, mess-ups on the side, because so many people stress me out about being good or doing things this way or that way. There's so many so many stupid rules in society that aren't even rules that are sometimes like where you just have to be like no there are real rules that you have to follow like I'm not saying go out and do a bunch of illegal things no that is not at all what I said what I said is that there's stupid like societal rules that nobody really has written down but it's just kind of known like you have to do it this way and you don't have to do anything and that's you know that constant unlearning process. Of you know life, and again, people are saying that Gen Z is more likely to get scammed. I think it's the younger end of us and o- older Gen Alpha. But I also think you know what? We don't give a shit. Like, with how society keeps collapsing on us, scams are scary, and also like our identities being out there. Like the amount of things. Like, if you don't follow youth Pastor Ryan, because he's a guy from Homeland Security, he has a bunch of other things. I've talked, but if you don't follow his basic knowledge, I think that. Every- Everyone should for getting part of your stuff. Like you're not gonna be like Ron Swanson who's trying to get everything off. Like I don't think you. I don't even think that's possible. But getting off some basic stuff will be good. I personally think, and I think that we inadvertently because I've been unsubscribing to so many things that I didn't even realize they had so much information on me. Look like at the IP, all that. I'm not saying that we should be scared though either. And I think that that goes back into the AI thing as well with. You know, writing and acting. Like, we can't do this without people at all. And, but again, a good person who brings up is Brendan Bradley, who is going to be on my podcast at some point. He talks about what AI is actually as opposed to what we think it is because he actually did a video with like a lot of the things that we use for editing software. It's just having more control over what the, you know, what the people part of it is not the editing, it's like FX, all that stuff. You don't realize how much of it is artificial intelligence doing it. I think we get so nervous in the buildup when we don't realize it's also just a piece of technology. Now, again, don't twist my words. Don't mince them. Don't whatever about them. I'm just saying what we think versus what it actually is has been very eye-opening, very therapeutic in a weird way for me when I see other people doing the things that they're doing to fix it, like our understanding for what's going into the contracts. And again, I personally believe what they're asking, what they're doing is very reasonable. They're asking for more limitations on what can and can't be. It's not as, you know, cut and dry. I do think that there needs to be strong regulations against people. And if we use deceased family members, like the golden era people, like the Rita Hayworth, like we do need to check in with their family before, you know, artificially intelligently using some of their real voices, et cetera, because that is a little creepy, not going to lie. But I do think that, you know, using it as a tool as opposed to using it for everything is better, too. I just get kind of afflicted, and I think a lot of other people do, too, doing this. So, again, it's not... I'm not an expert, so don't twist my words around. That's kind of why, I mean, I want a bunch of other people, but that's kind of why I asked someone to come on here who has a better idea. But AI has been used in a weird way for a long time. We're only now getting freaked out by it because of how even technology evolved, and I completely understand that, and we do need stronger regulations. The fact of the matter is people are also getting mad. We need to put it in the next time the contract goes up. I know that's weird, but... It's just that we didn't have even this protection beforehand. And then people saying that there's misinformation on both ends. Maybe that is, maybe we'll never know the full information. But what I will say about this contract is it's still a revolutionary deal. And I do agree that I uh, people didn't take it lightly. Like everyone keeps going around saying. And I do understand like more jobs have been get lost again. If you want to donate to the com- um, Entertainment Community Fund. I put the bio link there, and you know, et cetera, There's more charities that if you want to give in around this time of year. Obviously, we can't boycott the big places like Google and. Amazon, but if we can at least, you know, donate or buy from some of these businesses that aren't connected to Amazon, that's a good start. I've also been having a lot of this conflicting ethical stuff as well. And I think that we all are, you know, kind of a slave to the culture of black and white thinking without nuances. And I think that we It's good to have strong ethics. I'm not saying give up your morals or values, but I'm saying that we all need to probably pay a little more attention and not just be, like, razzle-dazzled by, like, all the stuff going on on social media. Like, yeah, I even try to post clips and try to market do the hustle game here with this podcast, and you know what? I'm still a micro creator, but I want to do things with integrity. And I know that that's a constant battle, but I'm saying if it has more flash and has more buzzwords, you're probably going to get sucked in and it's going to get scary. Now, separately, as I end this podcast, I'm going to talk one more time about Frasier and the whole generational trauma thing and how much I love the character, David. Um, And it's played by honors. Keith, I just think that the a person who he plays is phenomenal. And I just loved the scene this last week between him and his cousin. And I just think that, you know, we could talk a lot about the little layers and how generational trauma is to a T this episode where you put a lot of stress, maybe even more on yourself, like I talked about in other ways. But also just how much kids are listening and being like a sponge and how much kids want this approval that sucks and it eats you alive but one of the things that I loved the most about this episode was at the end when they had you know the question of are you happy and I say the writers asked that question then the actor who played Freddie asked the question to his cousin who plays? is yeah the other son like are you happy if you're happy here then that's all that matters if you're not then figure out a different way I wasn't happy those kind of conversations are the real ones that should be happening those conversations give a lot of light because you can be the smartest in the room you can be the richest in the room but are you happy And I think that that was just a very good lesson to see. And for some odd reason, it just spoke to me on so many levels. And I think it does speak to a lot of millennials and Gen Z's about certain things with families. So I just wanted to bring that up quickly. Obviously, you know, um, where I stand with a little bit Thanksgiving. So I'm going to obviously mention Chandler Bing quick because he's the spirit animal of why Thanksgiving sucks because of, well, the, Turkey is dry, the thing is this and that. Technically, it's a big corporal thing. And, you know, let's just celebrate the genocide. Like, he's the first person in the 90s to mention that. Now, he still banks on his own childhood issues, like, that stem from his parents getting divorced on it. But he is, like, the one that, like, I started to go, he is on to something. Because, yes, you can be thankful for all the things you have in life, and that's what people are the end of the harvest. But when you really think about it, it's like, it's dry food. It's a lot of time with family, and you're going to do it again in a few weeks for a lot of people with the celebration of Christmas. I'm not saying everyone, or you're going to do it again in a few weeks with the celebration of Hanukkah and so on and so forth you're gonna do it with the next couple weeks of holiday it's like you go get together go get together go get together it's like back and forth and back and forth there's a never-ending recurring thing and you know everyone builds it up every year and when it doesn't turn out as great as you experience it i think we should all just set a lower bar and not put so much pressure on ourselves but i know that that's just never gonna happen wanna quickly talk about holiday cards quickly as we wrap this up here this week on Gen Z Gab, but holiday cards, oh my gosh. So the last two days I've been kind of traumatizing my dog. She is such a good sport. Now she loves cookies, she loves food, you know? So I've been giving her a lot of her little cookie treats for you know doing a good job with the santa hat but i give a round of applause for anyone that works in props with animals on tv film you name it on photo shoots because here's the thing our family was not gonna buy a santa hat that should fit for the oh so i just did a diy and it worked out in the end but i followed her around for a good maybe 12 plus hours, you know, just to get the good photo. And I still kept wanting to get more. My mom's just like, at some point, you gotta, so, so now this is the final picture that I have as my screensaver that we got. And I think she looks a little bit like Snoopy, but even, you know, toddlers approved it. I showed some family members that are a little younger who usually, you know, are very unhinged in the best way possible. And I think it turned out better than could, you know, be expected, but I think it's very good to just acknowledge at this time of year how, um, how much work goes into certain Christmas cards. Even the ones that you do like just on the spur of a moment like we had to put the camera and the timer up to get our family photo all together and yes it was like the stairwell a little blurry but at least we got it one of all of us together and it looked nice most of our eyes were open like you can't lose there my mom got a good picture of the cat being in the attic like you know we're trying to include everyone so Yeah, it could be either touch and go, but people who say like the older you get, the less likely you're gonna do family pictures and all that stuff. Well, when you're an adult child that's living in the revolving nest, that keeps getting more likely, so yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to say that again, the real troopers are the ones that have to do prop stuff with animals. I re-saw the episode again, with the firefighter dog and apparently he was in a christmas commercial for target or a holiday commercial and either that is one patient dog or the treats or whatever but i know my for a fact my dog is never gonna be on tv and that's okay she does better not being told what to do and that's probably a little bit the herding dog so so yeah this has been episode three of gen z gab Thanks so much for watching and listening. Hit that like and subscribe button below and we will see you soon.